when the fuck did people get so fucking... It, they got everything. And when I mean everything, they got... There's no more... Like, I think life's becoming too easy. You know? And people aren't learning anything valuable along the way. And, you know, I was just thinking of this. I was thinking how we all in the 90s... Um, look, at when you started drinking, right? First of all, you were lucky if somebody had a car to even get you to the bar. You know, most most likely you're probably walking because you didn't have money for the car, right? Nobody's mom, dude, a cosign? I don't even know what the fuck, a cosign? I mean, I, I was amazed when people's parent when I asked, like, I'd see a friend with a car when I was like 18. I'm like, how the fuck did you get a car? And they're like, you know, I'm like trying to get to the nuts and bolts of the situation. Like, tell me, did you get, you know, I all right, I know you have a job. You went on the lot? I went on the lot. Oh, you mean, oh, yeah, my mom and dad. That's like at the end, right? It was your mom and dad with you? Yeah. Oh. You know, so they fucking went with you so you didn't get fucked over. You got a car. You didn't have no credit, right? You had zero credit. A lot of them didn't even have jobs. It was amazing. You know? And all I'm saying is they didn't have to earn to really... To feel the, the, the earn, to get the, the character that comes from working your ass off. Then you go and they go, hey, dude, you ain't got no credit. You can't get a loan. Well, dude, I got like five grand. Well, we can't give you a loan. It doesn't matter. The banks won't take you. No credit. So what do you do? You can't get a cosign. Hey, mom, can I get a, get a fucking cosign? I got horrible credit. You know, she's been fucking off her credit forever. She's got her own fucking debt. And now these days, you got, uh, even, even Uber. Uber is set up. It's like, you used to have to get your ass home, dude, when you were drunk as shit. If you were drunk as shit, you, you you would say a prayer, or you and your friends would do a fucking rock, paper, scissors to see who was driving, you know, who could fucking not scratch the shit out of your fucking car door. When You know how many scratches? You could always tell. You could always tell if you just met somebody and you seen their car, you'd look at the driver's side door before keyless entry. And if it had key scratches everywhere you knew that motherfucker was a drinker dude and liked to party always key scratches it wasn't fucking because he was blind it was because he was trying to get in when he was fucking tipsy as shit and couldn't find the hole <laughs> oh shit and, you know but now you gotta fucking uh you know you call fucking uber and it's like it doesn't even build any character man you learn something about yourself getting home drunk you know or passing out. I used to fucking, when I was in the Navy, I'd fucking drive. I had, I finally got my car. I saved, a, I saved a fucking 11 grand, dude. I'm sorry, 10 grand. I saved up 10 fucking thousand dollars, right? And fucking bought my first brand new car. I had a 1980 Ford Fiesta before that that had a moonroof. Uh, I don't know if I told this story before. I, I got into a, uh, 
hit-and-run situation when I stole some chicken from Albertsons. Uh, let's just say I was stoned, hungry, and young, and dumb, and fucking thought I was all that. And uh, went in. I used to go into Albertsons. I used to smoke a joint. And I was living in Hesperia, California, the high desert. It's like the fucking south. It's like rednecks. It's redneck lifestyle, but there's every creed and nationality. Like, you got Mexican rednecks up there. There's fucking black rednecks up there. It's just a different lifestyle, dude. And it's, a lot of it's super desolate. Super desolate, dude. You don't even know it's there. You blink when you're going from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. It's on the way. And I fucking, I straight up went in. I do this like every other day. I'd go. I'd. Uh, I lived at the. I lived at a motel. We were living in a motel. We didn't even have. We didn't even ha have a. Uh, an apartment of our own. We had a motel. We were staying at Thrifty Motel, dude. A tweaked out motel. Me, my brother Pat, and my mom. You know, and uh, my mom had gotten into it with her boyfriend, and uh, he just left us there. He was like, "Fuck this! You're crazy, lady." I'm going to Illinois, and he went to Illinois, you know, he just left us there, he was just like, dropped us off, like, fuck you guys, you guys are fucking nuts, dude, I can't handle you, I guess my mom was too much, and, um, phew, man, that was crazy, <laughs> he had enough, bro, he had enough, oh, poor fucking Jay Lafferty, he was a fucking asshole, though, too, he had his own asshole ways, man, you know, fucking used to kick the shit out of me. You know, and uh, so we lived at the Thrifty Motel, right? And I, uh, I was in the the literally. Imagine this now: you live in like a crack motel, a meth motel, and literally you hop the wall, and there was the high school. And so like people, everybody knew I lived in a motel. You know, this is when I stopped caring what people said. It was probably that year, nineteen ninety four three. About 92, 93, right in there. I literally stopped caring what people said about me. I just stopped. I just didn't care. Ever. It had nothing to do with me. I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. I was just like, eh, this is it. I don't get embarrassed anymore. I don't get mad at, at my own shit I can't change. I can't change. What am I going to do? You know, I mean, they weren't being like, uh, you know making jokes and shit, but I'm sure, I mean, I should say what people thought, because you know, you know how kids are, kids are fucking assholes, dude, you know, I'm sure they were like, oh, look at fucking, you know, <laughs> look at all fucking red, <laughs> look at all red over here, hop on the wall, go into his fucking meth motel, you know, and, uh, you know, and also there was a Stater Brothers on the other side of the wall, which is like a grocery store in uh, Southern California. Me and Stater Brothers making friends against a commercial. It's a great commercial. You should check it out. I think I've made a, a parody about it before. And I used to rob the shit out of them. You know, I'd, I'd, uh, we'd rob them. We'd rob straight off the truck. Like, they'd park, park the truck in the back and unload it. And uh, whenever they left, you know, a uh, pallet of whatever, you know. Like, I remember we got a whole pallet one time of, uh, they weren't donuts. They were like these, um, Croissant, not croissants, what do you call them, they're like pastries, but they're like, uh, were the cheap, cheap, cheap ones that I loved, I mean, I loved them at the time, they were like, uh, ho ho were they like hostess, they weren't hostess, but they were like knockoff hostess, 
it was like a donut with like a, a cherry in the middle, like a artificial flavoring. And, um, but it wasn't the cherry ones. It was like lemon, you know, which when you're starving, I mean, I, I was giving them out in the neighborhood, dude. I like, I thought I was like a mob boss. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> we had like 200 packs of these things. And that was like, sometimes that was like the only thing in the house. So like we ate those for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, we were poor. We were just poor white trash. And uh, my mom used to say, don't don't leave the windows open because that's white trashy. And I was like, well, mom, what about the heroin? What about the heroin you're shooting up? No, that doesn't count. But anyway, so I, I'd fucking walk my happy ass. I'd, I'd have like a joint maybe of some fucking 1992 swag ass weed. I don't even know where I would have got it. Probably some of the uh, tweaker in the neighborhood, you know get like five bucks worth, it'd be like half seeds, half stems, (laughs) you know, I'd roll a little dube, and I thought I was on top of the world, dude, I'd walk my happy ass from there, about, it it was probably about two miles, one way, and I'd walk my happy ass, I think I had a pair of old ass Walkman, you know, you remember with the, with the little soft, uh, if you don't remember, we didn't have like little plug-ins you put in your ear back then, it was like giant, not giant, they were like two inches round of just some cheap, cheap foam that just sat there. They didn't go in your ears, and it was a tape deck. You know, this is before CDs even came along, and I had a tape of some, uh, I taped off the radio show, 92.3 The Beat, which was fucking a phenomenal. Uh, before Sway in the Morning, uh, it was called, it was King, uh, what was it, Sway and Tech, King... Sway and uh, King Tech and and, uh, DJ Revolution. Fucking, they had a great radio show on Friday nights uh, that if you turned your uh, rabbit ears, uh, you'd run um, a coat hanger, right, out of your radio, like my mom's old transistor 70s radio, and you'd run them shits up the wall, and they were fucking just everywhere, dude. You'd fucking have them everywhere as much as you could get. You got, you're running, because hangers used to be metal. Like, hangers aren't even metal anymore. They're like plastic or some shit, you know. And you could, the metal ones, you could just un, undo them and then run them as long as you needed until you could fucking, you know, until you could hear something, right? Or you could have somebody hold it or whatever. And then you could, like, tape it to your wall or nail it. I mean, I fucked my walls up, dude. It was fucking white trash fabulous. And then, uh, so I taped on Friday night, I taped, it was called The Joint, and it had all the bangers. It was, like, the first time I heard Biggie, the first time I heard J-Rude, The Damage X. I mean, hip-hop was, you know, it was it was everywhere, you know, in the late 80s, early 80s, you know, I was all about that, you know. And, uh, shit, I had the joints on there, Master Ace, I had I had the joints on there, you know, fucking organized confusion, and uh, so I'm walking my happy ass, I walked my happy ass, you know, down, uh, it was like Main Street, Topaz to Main Street to, uh, I forget, Maple, you will go through Maple, and it was just like desert, dude, like you, you, you went through like one intersection that had AM, PM, and 7-Eleven, Stater Brothers, more motels, there was other ghetto-ass motels with, I can't tell you how many meth heads in there, and I'd walk my happy ass two miles, then I'd get there, I'd be high as shit, and the munchies would kick in, I had no money, so I'd freaking go in, right, and they, they started doing this thing when you walk into Albertsons, you walk in, and there'd be a, uh, 
like where you get your cart, right? They started doing this thing where you couldn't, you had to push the cart under this hole, right? That they had bars. And then you had to go through a turnstile. So you pushed your cart under the bars and you had to go through a turnstile. And it was, it was to like block the sides of the store. So you couldn't just push your whole cart with groceries out of there and steal. I guess they were having a fucking influx of robberies. <laughs> so I freaking, you know, I'm like, oh, look at Mr. Slick over here, right? I'm, I'm, I'm freaking, I'm basically uh, Robert De Niro in heat at this point, right? I'm just freaking, I'm so smart. I'm, I'm just a, a goddamn criminal-minded genius. And I, uh, I push it, I push it through, and I'm pushing it around. And I acted like I was getting groceries. I whatever I wanted in my high mind, you know, things I couldn't afford. I'm putting like real meat in there, triscuits. You know, I'm eating. Uh, remember Gator Taters? They were the best potato chip, dude. They were red with an alligator on there, and they were like the first kettle chip. And it doesn't get credit, but they were the first kettle chip, and they made a barbecue one, mesquite, and it was phenomenal. It was the be I tell you, I mean, I would kill somebody right now for a bag of those. Oh, they were so good, dude. I'd put a couple bags of those in there. Like, I'd put, like, TV dinners in there. Like, I thought I was balling. I'd get, like, the, what they call a hungry man now, right? With, like, the two patties of uh, Salisbury steaks. <laughs> oh, incredible. Right? I put, like, some soda in there. Like, some orange juice. I don't think I drank orange juice for, like, four years. At one point in my life, just couldn't afford that shit. You know what I mean? I'm putting all this in there, you know, uh, probably some ice cream. Then I'd get, I'd go up to the chicken, the deli, right? And Albertsons, man, their chicken was so fucking slamming, dude. It was the best chicken on the face of the earth at that point. I mean, as far as store chicken goes, I mean, you had Pioneer chicken, KFC chicken. Uh, Popeye's wasn't really out uh, on the West Coast yet. That came later. They had churches, churches chicken, um, Shakey's, Shakey's pizza and chicken, um, which I never really, we, we went there a couple times as a kid, but Pioneer Chicken was the best takeout chicken place. It would look like a little, uh, like a wagon from the, you know, the wild, wild west, right? And you could get like two pieces of chicken and they put it on top of fries and the fries would be so greasy, dude. They'd be so slamming for like, you know, 250 but you, you, there was not one in Asperia. I, that was somewhere else. And um, I'd get like, I didn't even order like a 10 piece. This is how, you know, fucking retarded I am. You know, when you think about it, you're like, you're going to get the same amount of trouble, right? For a petty theft. I think petty theft is like 500 bucks and under. And so why wouldn't I get like, you know, 20 piece meal? And, and, and I don't know why, cause I already know I'm stealing it. There's no way I'm paying for this stuff. I'm like, dude, I should have just, you know, thinking back, I should have stole the whole thing, but I get like, you know, a three piece breast, right? I always make sure I got to have a breast in there, dude. Got to have a breast white meat, dude. I love a damn breast. You know, I'm a breast man. What do you want from me? And then, uh, and then I'd put it in the cart and then I'd push it around just like I'm shopping. Right. And I'm just high as shit. Just thinking, Hey, nobody's even paying attention to me. I look like everybody else. You know what I mean? And I'm, I might, I think I weighed like a hundred and 
20, dude. I was like six foot, like 125, 30 pounds, dude. I was so malnutritioned and skinny and poor. <laughs> Just a skinny, skinny poor kid. Oh, shit. Just wanted some damn chicken, dude. You know? And I, uh, you push it around, you know? And then I'd be like, looking back, looking back now, I know that I'd like, okay. Then I'd park like after I did a couple of laps around the store. I'd be like, all right, let me let me stop and see if anybody's um looking like I know who's looking at me like I'm some kind of goddamn super slick criminal. You know, like I'm about to do a uh, you know, like Michael Mann is directing this, and he's got a uh, Bobby D and uh, Val Kilmer and Al Pacino uh, in this one, Tom Sizemore. You know. And I'd stop, I'd look, you know, I'd act like I'm not looking. I'd do like a little peek, a little peek to see if like anybody's following me. I'm like, all right. And then I'd, I'd push the cart back and I'd, I'd, um, where you push the cart under, like I said, when you come in, I would like park the cart and just take the chicken off and just kind of tuck it. I wouldn't even stick it down my pants. And then I'd walk, I'd, you had to like, kneel down to get under where you push the carts in and the cash registers were far but the deli was right there now this is probably like the the 10th or 15th time i've done this in like two months like i had been doing this regularly so i don't know if the chicken count was off i think now that i think about it it was most likely the people getting pissed because there was like a hundred dollars worth of groceries in a cart they kept sitting there fucking melting you know all these guys like why the fuck is it who the fuck keeps getting you know the same because i'm sure it was the same foods the same drinks it wasn't like i was i wasn't thinking anything i wasn't it just in my mind i thought i was some kind of super thief you know and i freaking um so this is like the 15th time i push the car like i always do i do my laps I grab my little chicken bag and I go dip underneath the where you push the carts through. And I start walking out the door and I hear, hey. And I'm just like, eh, you know, that's, I just hear it. And I don't, I'm not really think anything. And then I hear, hey, stop. I'm like, oh shit. And on this occasion, I had the 1980 Ford Fiesta. Okay. On this occasion, I, I this is, important this is what i was talking about i had the 19 because this is the car i had before the the honda i had parked it and i uh i'm in there now i'm coming out i hear a hey then i hear i like i hear it again and then i kind of turn because i can hear footsteps and it looks like it's like a young mexican dude but he kind of looks like a, he could be a gangbanger like he's in plain clothes he's wearing like black dickies and like a like a white t-shirt and i'm like ah oh. you know and i mean i had problems all the time there's gangs everywhere they'd always hit me up and you know always starting shit and all this blah 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 all this fucking horse shit right so i'm like oh man i'm gonna have to fuck somebody up like we're about to get into it i'm about to get fucked up or whatever it's gonna be a fight and he's like stop he's like hey man what do you got but that's another common thing that essays say when they're hitting you up to rob you right what you got man empty those pockets let's see some rabbit ears right and i'm like ah so i'm like now i'm just power walking it and it's only like 50 yards from the door to the car because i was parked pretty up front pretty good i'm and he's like hey stop 
you know, what do you got? He keeps saying, what do you got? And I'm like, I'm, I'm still like, my heart's starting to beat faster now and I'm, I'm high. So I'm like getting, trying to get in the car. I open up the door and he's, and as soon as I get down, I sit down into the car. He, he catches the door. Like I go to close it and he sticks his hand in there. Like it's fucking Terminator. I'm like, yo, like what the fuck? And I'm just, so now he's, he's like, I look up and he has like a, some kind of badge or some shit. I'm like, who the fuck are you? He's like, you know, I'm the security man, you know, and he's, but he's trying to fight me for the door. I'm still trying to shut the door and I'm trying to start the car at the same time. Like I'm going to make a getaway. <laughs> like I'm just going to fucking, I don't know what the fuck I think I'm doing. You know, it should have just all stopped right there. Okay. And this is where you got to learn your lesson. This is where. Young Dusty learned his lesson, okay? I'm trying to start the car with, with one hand. I'm not even sure if I got the chicken. Matter of fact, I think he reached in and grabbed the chicken. So I don't even have the fucking chicken. So now it's just like a fight for my life. <laughs> so I freaking... trying to start the car. And uh, I forget if it had a clutch, but I'm trying to start it. And he's, he's still fighting me for the door. I'm still trying to close it. He, I, I feel something on my wrist, on my left wrist. He's trying to slap me. <laughs> He's trying to slap me with the cuffs. He's trying to slap me with the cuffs, right? And I'm like, oh, hell no. What the fuck is this dude? Like, am I about to get gang raped by a freaking, you know, Sir 13 out here, dude? Am I about to get a gang, uh, SA gang rape? What's this guy want with this, uh, my old honky ass? So I finally, I get the car started, and he's still working on that door, and he's trying to hit me with the handcuffs like a cop does, like where they catch it on your wrist perfect, and it locks like you used to do when you were a kid. I used to do that to my brother, right? We do it. You do it to yourself if you had handcuffs. You'd hit yourself on the wrist till it locked. And sure as shit, dude, I fucking, I get the car started, I throw that bad boy in reverse, and I fucking gunned it, dude. And it, he had the door open. So the door flies open. Right, the door fly, the door flies open, and it catches on whoever's parked next to me. It was like a fucking, whatever year that was, ninety two. It's like a ninety two Mustang. Catches on the door, my door rips. <laughs> my door rips all the way back, dude. It rips all the way back. So it, it I, can't, I can't, I can't shut the door. I can't even. <laughs> I can't shut the damn door. I can't even shut it, and I almost, you know, I didn't run the guy over, but he didn't give up, he's like running, so I'm like, I'm smashing through the parking lot trying to get to the road, you know, but I'm still trying to close the door, so I'm driving with one hand, I got the door, like, I can't shut it, it will not shut, it's open like a foot, <laughs> it's bent, it bent all the way, like, almost, like a hyperextended the door, oh, I freaking, right, so I'm like, I just got to make it back to the thrifty motel, I got to make it back to my honeycomb hideout, right, I got to, I got to make it back, so I'm driving, I'm driving down Main Street, and I'm like, and my heart's racing, man, my heart was beating through my chest, bro, I was so scared, I was so scared, and I'm like, what the fuck did I, for fucking what, dude, you know, for some fucking <laughs> chicken, I make it back to thrifty motel, and I'm like, what the fuck, and everybody, like, all the tweakers are standing outside, they're like, what the fuck, dude, I tell them, I forget if I tell them the truth or not, I, I forget what I say, I hit something or whatever, and this guy, uh, 
Mark, he like, uh, he goes, hey man, I could, I could weld it shut for you. <laughs> he can weld it, not fix it, not fix it, so I can shut the door. He says, I can weld it shut. It won't be able to open again, but, you know, it won't be, you can't close it now. What are you going to do? You know, people are going to be able to get in there and they'll steal, from, steal whatever's in there. Like, what do I got in there, dude? My little roach. I'm sure there wasn't even a roach in there. I, I, I'm sure there wasn't a roach. I'm sure that I cleaned that whole car out. I don't know how many times. Good God. And I freaking, I'm like, all right, man. So he welds it shut. And I have to get in the car from the pa <laughs> from the passenger side from then on out. Or have the window down and go Dukes of Hazard, dude. Into a 1980 Ford Fiesta. Are you kidding me? Ha. Oh, Jesus. Funny thing is, I still was able to pick up chicks. You got a car, you got a car. You know what I mean? Anyway. There's that. Okay. I'm going to have to stop this one short, dude. I'm going to just call that one the uh, Albertson's Chicken Ford Fiesta fiasco. <laughs> Appreciate you listening, man. Peace to the real skis. Hit your boy up. DM topics or whatnot. Let me know. Leave a comment. Appreciate you. Peace. So I... He freaking... He freaking... He wells that shit shut. Right? And I, I think I got away with it. You know, a day goes by... A day goes by. I didn't get my chicken, but, you know, I didn't get in trouble, right? I hopped the wall. <laughs> going to my, going from my thrifty motel to a meth motel to a, 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 a Hesperia High School. You know, I go get uh, degraded for the day. Uh, you know, everybody clowning, whatever the fuck we're doing. Tag up some bathrooms. Then uh, I come back, and I remember I come back that night, hopped the wall. I used to hop that wall. I can remember it like yesterday. I hopped that fucking wall. Go through this little abandoned desert lot where everybody used to write graffiti on this little wall. And uh, go into the meth, the thrifty motel, right? And I'm laying there. And I remember the phone rang, right? Nobody had cell phones. It's like fucking 1993. 93? 93-ish. Because I had to have a, a license. I believe I had a license. So I was uh, 16, 93, 94, 93, 94. Anyway, I fucking, yeah, I had to be 94. So I'm, I'm, uh, I hear the phone ring. I answer it and he goes, Dustin? It's like a man. I'm like, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing to the crickets. He's like, yeah, this is detective fucking so-and-so, uh, and we know that you robbed a fucking Albertsons yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? There's no way. How do they know? There's no way. Nobody came. It's like getting to state line, you know, in the movies when you when you rob, uh, you know, Nevada and you drive to California, the cops have to stop. Isn't that like the rules? Oh, he fucking says, uh, you know, I'm going to need you to come into the, the courthouse. I'm going to need you to come into the courthouse, you know, and uh, we got to, or I'm going to have to come pick you up. Which one you want? You know, and I got in a lot of shit for that. That was when I decided to go in the Navy. That was when I had to go in the Navy, right? I had to meet with the judge. I had to freaking, my mom had to come, right? I had to, you know, they had, everybody was there, witnesses. It was like, I couldn't deny it. They had the car, they had everything. 
I was like, fuck, and I felt bad for the lady that I, you know, it turned out that the car that was damaged was uh, the chicken lady. It was the deli lady. And I felt bad because I really, it, it wasn't a victimless crime because if, you know, if I hadn't hit the car, it would have been, but, you know, so I had to pay her, like, I forget what it was, like 600 bucks. I had to go in there and I went in there and apologized, you know, I apologized to her. I fucking, um, yeah, I did the right thing. I took responsibility. Kids, that's what you need to do. That's the problem. That's my, what I'm getting at. Take responsibility for your actions. I messed up. I owned up to it. I apologized. I'm glad I didn't go to jail. I did have to join the military. I, I'm glad I joined the military. Uh, and I didn't catch that charge. What did happen was I did have to pay. I did get a ticket for like a DUI. I mean, not a DUI, a, uh, what you, reckless, like, was it a reckless driving or no, it was a hit and run. So they had to charge me with a hit and run. And that stuck on my driving record. So I had to pay them like fucking, oh man, they fucked me up, dude. I mean, I was paying that out of my ass for years for years I had to pay I don't think I had that paid off until I was 21 I was like almost 21 it was amazing it was amazing dude it was like a I think it was like six grand dude I mean I was only making like even when I joined the service I was only making like uh what 250 a week you only get paid like 250 a week in the military when you start out yep so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that shit. That was a crazy fucking day. Yeah, man. Oh. And that was the that was the time. Anyway, I had to add that on. I I'm sorry. I just added the song because I had to end it right there. Uh I guess I'll say it again. Appreciate you from this. I appreciate everybody's listening. Shout out to you guys, man. Uh Salutsky's Team Fuckery. Uh you know, check the Instagram if you want. Leave a comment if you want. If you're not, that's fine. It's all good, dude. Hope everybody's getting a laugh. Um, you know, check out the uh, bitshoot.com, uh, Uncle Dust Comedy. And, um, you know, that's about it. Appreciate you guys, man. Have a beautiful evening.